Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we welcome you in our Warriors Weekly Podcast for 95.7 The Game, Episode 2 of the 2019-20 season. It's John Dickinson joined by the great Gary St. Jean. And, and St., I, I got to tell you, uh, if you look at the, the first two games of the season for the Warriors and, and the manner by which they lost – I was starting to think, uh, driving home after doing the, the, the post game on Sunday, I, I was starting to think, is this team going to win a game this season? Uh, but but fortunately, they were able to bounce back. And uh, I think you got to give uh, a lot of credit to Steve Kerr right off the bat for making a couple of little tweaks to the lineup and the rotation that helped kind of get everybody on track a little bit. Well, John, you're spot on because I'm going to tell you that uh... – those are really two subpar performances. A lot of turnovers. Uh, the defense wasn't good in any aspect. Transition, half court, uh, whether you were straight line dribble to the basket, pick and roll coverage, and the rebounding was really subpar. So that um, that spelled big trouble, and they dug deep holes and couldn't get out of it. But you know that's the NBA, and you got to circle up the wagons. And and you made note of Steve Kerr. Uh, you know, just the, the fact that uh, last night he started the rookie uh, at who had, oh, gosh, John, I don't know what his shooting percentage was, but uh, he had full bounce back and had a couple big threes in the first quarter. And, and as a player, you never know when your time is coming. And that's why the old adage, you've got to stay ready. And what a shot in the arm for him. I thought that was a heck of a coaching move going small. I, I thought that was uh, a, a great move on Steve's part. And, boy, did it ignite Draymond Green. And you look at Jordan Poole. I mean, he was two for 14 uh, to, to begin things. And to have a coach show the confidence in him, uh, two from 14 from three-point range, to have a confidence for a coach to show that he knocks down three for his first three from deep, and, and it really opened things up for the Warriors. But it also, you know, we're used to seeing Coach Kerr use Draymond at center when this team wants to, to, to win a playoff series, right? Or they want to win an NBA championship. He, he was able to go to that in, in a, you know, in, in almost a little bit of a, uh, desperation's probably too strong, but, but he gets some credit for acknowledging that things had to change from the way they had been the first couple of games. It's, it's tough to make that call. Uh, I, I would imagine, as a head coach so quickly? Well, Steve's a, a believer in going small, and uh, he knows if you go small, you've got a game rebound. He put that on everybody, and, uh, you know, look what Lee did. Uh, he, he did a great job. So long shots create long rebounds, and the, I just love the move. And then it had carryover effect to me. I thought the team was really sharp, uh, ATOs. Uh, that's after timeouts. Great execution. B.O.B., baseline out of bounds. S.O.B., side out of bounds. Then one of whoa, whoa, plays, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you – wait, wait, wait. What would you call me, Saint? What? I did call you. 
Uh, <laughs> hey, John, one of my favorite plays of the whole game was the first play of the game. They win the tip, and they ran our, what we call our old one series. So Draymond came up to the uh, left elbow, and Steph hit him on a diagonal and came off to the left side. So that means the right side was clear. Why did you have him catch on the left elbow? Because he faked the handoff to Steph, and then he drove to his right for the layup. It, it was just picture perfect. Why else did you do it? Because uh, their big guy, Okafer, doesn't have very good feet on the perimeter to guard one-on-one or in the pick-and-roll. So, again, that's preparation, little things that happen during the course of a game. So I, I just I, I have nothing but praise for the coaching staff, and I love the execution and the energy by the players. And the other thing you saw, Saint, was you saw the Warriors' best two players. And, and I'm going to put Draymond Green in, in this. Stephen Curry and Draymond Green. And you can say what you want about D'Angelo Russell, but if if this team is going to be successful this year, it's going to come from the two all-star players that have been here and have seen the championships and been a part of the culture to set a tone. And, and I thought Draymond set a tone that 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 he was going to back up some of the things that that he had said in in the first couple of pre pre and post game press conferences, uh, but with his play. And, and I thought Stephen Curry, you know, moving the basketball, knocking down shots, but not turning the ball over like he had in the first couple of games. I thought those two set a big time tone to where the younger, more impressionable players and the players that hadn't been a part of this culture, it was easy to follow and, and have them say, oh, okay, this is what being a Golden State Warrior is all about. Yeah, that, that's right on. And, and to your point about Steph, 11 assists, one turnover, uh, that, that's just a beautiful piece of work. And he got going, uh, you know, periodically with the three ball. And uh, I just don't think he gets enough accolades for his movement without the ball because when he when he doesn't have the ball people are trying to deny him to catch and when you overplay he reads it perfectly and goes back door in great fashion and Draymond you know what uh we know he's going to be the leader of the defense and we know he's had a couple of strong expletive uh words about uh, where they are and what what's going on with the defense but I loved it just what you said he backed it up on the floor he was superb there and you notice the 17 rebounds. Well, when that takes place, not only are you getting the, the shot contestment or containment of the dribble, but you're getting a defensive rebound, and then you're getting out in the open floor. And this is where this team flourishes. And to put some more joy into it, we saw some things that we saw in the past with McGee and other high flyers where Draymond's coming down early, he's in the paint, and he throws that lob up there. And, uh, you know, that just energizes your team. So I think you're spot on on, on both those guys. Yeah, it just it led to better energy. And, and you know, Glenn Robinson the third. the one thing that he can do is get above the rim and, and run the floor a little bit. Uh, and, and he was able to, to show those skills off. Uh, and, and, you know, Amari Spellman's a guy that, you know he's he's being forced into action because of the the Warriors being a little bit thinner at the at the big man spot. He's he's maybe playing a little out of position, but the one thing that that he tries to do the best he can is get out there and hustle around and and try and make plays. And and he he took it 
uh, I thought, to another level the, these last couple of games and just, you know, doing what you can to try and impact the game. Every skill set for every player is different, but uh, the energy for a lot of the, the, the role players was just different, and it put an imprint on the game. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And, you know, for Spellman, a, a young player coming out of Villanova, a lot of winning, four-year guy, goes down to Atlanta, and, uh, you know, he's not in shape. And uh, so he lets an opportunity go by the wayside, and he gets dealt in the trade with, with uh, Jones, and he comes here, and he's lost 30 pounds. It reminds me a little bit of a player we had back in the 90s with the Warriors, a guy named Victor Alexander. And we oh, called yeah. him Big Smoothie. And he could never get his weight down. It just kept going up and down, up and down. But he had a couple similarities to, to uh, Spellman. He's, he's got great hands. Uh, he's got great feet. And I love – you're right. He went on the floor, gosh, I want to say two, three times. Uh, you know, just you love that kind of play. Steve Kerr made note of it. He made him the first big sub coming off the bench. And uh, he's capitalizing on a, a, a great opportunity because without Looney and Willie Colley-Stein, we're short at the bigs. And uh, he's just doing a great job. And, you know, a, a layup here, uh, a, he had a great follow-up dunk that was uh, terrific last night. But just that energy, he knows he's not going to play 20 minutes, and he comes in in short bursts, and he's a catalyst, and you got to love it. And You know, I, I love uh, Pascal. I, I think he's going to be really, really good, and he did some good things. We've talked briefly about Lee, and, you know, we can go on and on. And, you know what, this is what we're going to need. Uh, you know, and, and we're coming back home for four in a row, so uh, – you know what? The guys have got to be feeling really good about themselves, and probably uh, the flight on the way home was a lot better than uh, the previous nights. It's John Dickinson and Gary St. Jean. It's our Warriors Weekly Podcast, Episode 2 for 95.7 The Game. A couple of guys I, I do want to touch on, uh, and really more the Warriors finding a template for how they're going to have to play, let's say, in the next week or in the next month. Uh, at least until maybe they get a little bit healthier. In your mind, uh, as a, a former head coach, is, it, does Draymond Green have to be the starting center until Willie Cauley-Stein or Kevon Looney comes back? Well, I, I think Steve will look at the opponent and, um, you know, analyze it whether he can start that way. He'll probably try to finish that way, of course, like you noted in the past. And... Um, what the matchups are, uh, you know, with Phoenix, with Baines, he's big. And then we've got Aldridge coming in on Friday with San Antonio. And, you know, for example, Charlotte doesn't have a big five. Uh, and, and then I think Monday we play Portland. So uh, Steve's done a good job with this in the past. I think he'll carry it on. He knows that's something special he has there. And, uh, you know, I'd like to carry the momentum over. Uh, I don't think Phoenix is a real big club, but um, we'll see. I, I just, I, I just like the uh, the rotation and the, the play on both ends of the floor. No, and Phoenix is a, a team that obviously they lose eight into the suspension, and he he looked yeah. like a different guy in the one game against Sacramento. I mean, he was he was much leaner and and really moving around, active. Uh, the Warriors won't have to deal with that, but yeah, they do have Baines who kind of 
he, he clogs things up a little bit and sets a lot of screens. He's even yep. stepping out and shooting the three ball a little bit within yep. the, in the first couple of games, which has been interesting uh, to see. Uh, Damian Lee, uh, you know, Jacob Evans has got uh, the adductor strain, which is which is essentially a groin strain. Yeah. So we're probably yeah. not going to see him, uh, you know, at least at least for the next few games and, and maybe longer, though no official word on that yet. But that does open up the door for a guy like Damian Lee. And look, the Warriors some nights are looking for a second scorer. Uh, if Curry or, or D'Angelo Russell aren't, aren't playing well, uh, they're every night going to be looking for a third scorer. And, and in the game against the Pelicans, it was Damian Lee knocking down shots. He goes for a career high not only in points but rebounds but over 20 the Warriors had three over 20 for the first time this season uh how much do you think you can rely on Damian Lee moving forward because his number one skill is putting the ball in the basket well we're, we're not hiding this from anybody we need that perimeter shooting we, we've lost the two of the great shooters in the history of the league so uh to have another spot-up guy, he can make the three ball, I, I think that's big. And here's another situation where a guy who was a little further down in the rotation, uh, he gets to play. He plays well. Evans gets hurt. feel bad for him because uh, he, had, he had played solid, especially in the first game. And so now you've got a young guy there who not only can make shots, but brings you the rebounding. I, I didn't know he had that in him, and I applaud him for it. I, I think it was terrific, and uh, he's going to get some more time as, as this uh, this week goes on. So uh, the scoring, you're right, because D'Angelo, uh, he's going to be a work in progress within this system. Uh, they're going to ask him to do a better job defensively, and then in terms of his offensive game, he can score, but there's, there's, uh, you know, there's a lot to this. He's got to understand how to move with, without the ball. He's been a ball dominant guard in his play with the Lakers and with the Nets. And, uh, you're seeing, you know, glimpses of some, some real positivity. I'm talking about when he doesn't have the ball and let's say he's on the wing, getting in the proper drift position. So you don't stand still where you're easily guarded. As, as you get dribble penetration by a teammate, you get in the vision of that guy. These are all things he hasn't done much of. And uh, if he's a willing learner, the game is going to get easier and better for him. Yeah, and it just it, it seems like he's still it, – it, it almost takes him four or five possessions – to, to just to have the ball to kind of get in a rhythm. It's almost like you got to run four or five plays for him in a row to get him in a rhythm. How do you how do you kind of balance that to where you're getting him enough of that, but then he's also falling in line with the, the team concepts that you want to run? Well, you are going to have times. Let, let's say, and, and John, you know this, that Steve likes to hang around 32, 33, 34 minutes, say, for Steph. Yeah. And Draymond, and he's done that in the past with Kevin and with, uh, with Clay. And I applaud him for that. So with that said, uh, I didn't go to Yale or Harvard, but I could figure out in a 43 minute game, 48 minute game, and you're plotting 33 for Steph that there's 15 minutes. And maybe that's when you're calling a little more stuff for him, i.e. the pick and roll action to get him going. So, uh, you know, it's early. It's going to be a work in progress, and 
again, last night he had eight assists, and, and that's a positive. So, uh, you know, uh, off, off, and, and, you know, with Rubio and Booker, boy, that, that's a good matchup. I, I think Rubio brings a lot to Phoenix because the, uh, Monty Williams is the new coach there who had been in Phoenix and, you know, was down in San Antonio and had the tragedy of losing his wife. He's back as a head coach now, and he's a terrific guy. And uh, I, I think he's, he's really communicating with this, these guys about playing team basketball. And uh, so with that said, uh, that's going to be a fun matchup because, John, you know in the past, Rubio, his, his length uh, is really an asset for him. It's helped him trying to guard Steph. And uh, so we'll see some good matchups. Yeah, and and look, the Suns. I, I've watched the Suns. Probably they they've played four games. I've probably watched about uh, about seventy five percent of the, of the four games that they've played. And, wow. and to this point, they look like a different team. I mean, they're much better coached. Uh, they're in. They're they're much better organized. They're more competitive on defense. I mean, they they actually have been. They've been pretty good. Uh, you know, they they took Utah down to the wire last night. They they went to overtime uh, in in Denver. They they blew the doors the off of Sacramento in the second half uh, and beat the Clippers. Yeah, that that don't bury the lead, right? They they beat the Clippers yeah. without Rubio. So yeah. they're they're playing well and 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 there's some talent there, but it's it's better organized talent. And I think having Rubio on the floor to get guys in the right position has been key. And and you can see, you know, Monty Williams and the competitiveness and the attention to defense and, and trying to play more team ball. Uh, it, it's on full display. I mean, the, the, I'll say this, the, the, the Suns are in a better way right now going into the game against the Warriors than the Pelicans were going into the game against the Warriors on Monday night. Oh, you're right on. I mean, uh, heck, I mean, not having favors in Holiday, uh, that's big. And, you know, the guy down there that I – the pickup they made last year, getting Ubre from Washington, he's a guy that just walks into 20 points. He, he's just a darn scorer. And so, uh, you're, John, you're right because we've seen a number of years. I mean, look, um, their forward – their drafts, drafting a lot of forwards led by Bender and – some of these other guys, they just haven't panned out. And uh, you well, look at we've got um, you know Chris with us, and uh, you know he's he's showing some positivity. Um, he had a nice uh, catch lob on on Draymond's drive last night, and got out on the wing once. I, I'll give you a little fast break uh, example. He was out on the wing, which he's capable of doing. You ask your bigs the first big down to rim run, but he was out on the wing because of his speed. He did the right thing. He ran through, and that made the defender go with him, and that opened up a wing jump shot for one of his teammates. So, um, yeah, you know, Phoenix is, is a, you know, for me, the surprise two teams in the West so far have been uh, Phoenix and Minnesota. Yeah, that's, that's I think two teams that, that people thought were going to be in the in the bottom five, and they look they still may wind up there, but uh, you know every team tries to have the best version of themselves at the beginning if they're healthy, and I think you know so far we've we've seen that with Phoenix and, and Minnesota. Another team that's played pretty well 
in the early going as we kind of wrap up here on the Warriors weekly podcast and go through the, the next four opponents here before we do this yeah. again. San Antonio's played pretty well. Uh, they got down to, to Portland last night and, and, and came back, and it wound up uh, being close down the wire. They haven't played a road game yet, uh, but we're going to see them at Chase Center on, on Friday night. And, and I think they're a better version of, of what they were a year ago, you know, kind of holding hold. They held it together last year. I think they're a little bit better this year than, than they were last year. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, they've got those two seasoned vets in Aldridge and DeRozan. And, uh, but now they've got a healthy Murray at the point guard and white backing him up. And, uh, they, their perimeter game is, is very, very solid. And of course they got that guy who looks a little bit like Santa Claus with the beard coaching him and uh, he's not too bad either so uh you know every time you play them you know steve and pop are really close uh that that's going to be a great game I, i'm looking forward to that one friday and in charlotte uh you know i've been told is playing really really hard uh really competing uh they're young they gave the lakers a really quality game the other night till uh maybe to the fourth quarter and uh, then you look to Monday with Portland, you know, they acquired Whiteside. And, um, you know, that's big because uh, they don't have Nurkic back yet. And, you know, we know about the guards and Steph Curry's brother coming off the bench. And uh, they're key for me. And it's been this way for the last few years. Like Phoenix, their forward play has not been real good. The one bright light for Portland uh, to go along with Whiteside is Collins, the second-year guy out of uh, out of Vegas. He, uh, this kid's got big talent. He plays hard, uh, so you know there's nice pieces there. So this four-game homestand, John, got some winnable games. Got to go one at a time. Get a little better every day, but uh, you know you're coming off a real positive win, and I, I think everybody's encouraged after two really subpar first two game performances saint great stuff appreciate it as always we'll uh, we'll do this again next week and uh, where are the warriors going to be at next week we got they're one and two right now i'm, I'm thinking i'm thinking two and two i'm thinking uh, you know what i'm going to be a little of the positive mental attitude i, I i'm going to say four and three when, when we do this next week i'm going to say four and three a nice three-in-one week uh, at home uh, at Chase Center. I like it. I, I'm with you, John. I, I think that's a real good call. And, you know, uh, gosh, you know, you and I have been there a couple nights. Boy, Chase is special. And, uh, you know, with the team playing with that kind of energy uh, last night, it, it's going to have carryover. And I, I think people are going to be really excited for this game tomorrow. Saint, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, buddy. You're the man. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, episode number two, our Warriors weekly podcast for 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.